Welcome to Boomtown Richmond Community Square. We're a radio station that cares about our community, supporting it, promoting it, and strengthening it. This weekly half-hour show is designed to make our listeners aware of the wonderful services, events, and programs that nonprofit organizations provide residents in the greater Richmond area. Each week, Boomtown Richmond Community Square will feature two to three interviews with nonprofit leaders and their representatives. And now it's time for Boomtown Richmond Community Square, hosted by Scott Berger and Mackenzie Rourke. We have with us today Lisa Schaffner from United Network for Organ Sharing. And uh, this is this is huge. It is massive. <laughs> I love that. That's the best introduction I've ever received. That's like, Yunos, thanks you very much. So, <laughs> good morning, everybody. It's Lisa. <laughs> Frightening, isn't it? So, you know, Yunos is a national nonprofit, United Network for Organ Sharing. And we're a national nonprofit that just happens to be based right here in Richmond, Virginia. And simply put, what we do is we run the nation's transplant system, matching life-saving organs to people patients in need on the national waiting list. And that matching process is happening 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And Richmond is our only headquarters in the entire country. We have no other city of operation. So we're running the entire transplant community through Richmond, Virginia. So it is massive. You're absolutely right. I love that. That's fantastic. And of course, organ sharing has something that's developed in modern times and it's yeah. become, a, become a big deal. It's becoming bigger, really. You know, back in my day when I used to be in broadcast news here and I worked over at WRIC, I covered many stories in the late 80s where uh, those receiving organ transplants at that time in the late 80s experimental surgery. And today it's so commonplace. So when we talk about those surgeries and the matching that UNOS is doing of those life-saving organs, it's heart, lung, liver, kidney, pancreas, intestine. There are six of them. And it's amazing that all of that work for the entire country is centered right here in Richmond, Virginia. So when UNOS makes that match, and let's be clear, that is an electronic computerized match process that we do. And we match the organs from deceased donors to patients in need. 95 life-saving transplants happen daily. 95 across the country, all because of the work done by UNOS centered right here in Richmond, Virginia. So last year, a record-breaking year in 2017, nearly 35,000 lives saved through organ transplantation and through donation. That's fantastic. And, And again, it's just getting bigger because, of course, Organs, we all have them. We all do. But, you know, it's one of those conversations where there is a a shortage. So, for example, we have a waiting list in real time, and you can go to our website at UNOS, U-N-O-S dot org, and see that number. But roughly, we're at about 114, 115,000 people across the country. We we call that the wait list. They're waiting for a life-saving organ transplant. About 80% of that number are waiting for a kidney transplant. And... They're waiting because we don't have enough organs. If we did, we would put the information in the computer system. We'd make an immediate match, right? But there are not enough. So that conversation needs to take place uh, daily that uh, you need to register. We need people to register across the country to be organ donors. And that's that heart that you see on your driver's license, your Virginia driver's license, that signifies that you are a registered organ donor. And if... And when the time comes that you can be an organ donor, that that would take place. Okay. And you can register by going to the UNOS website. 
That's the easiest way. Oh my gosh, you are such an expert. <laughs> exactly, exactly right. So you can go to our website at unos.org, and at the very top bar, you can see register to be an organ donor. And then, of course, here in Virginia and all the states across the country, very slightly, but here in Virginia, you can go to the DMV, and anytime that you do any type of activity, transactions at the Department of Motor Vehicles, they will ask you if you'd like to register to become an organ donor. It's important, and it's so yeah. funny because people get taken by surprise sometimes. They're at the MV to get their license renewed or something. Yeah. Something that's, that's pretty bureaucratic, but then this question comes up, and it, it connects you instantly to this thing that's happening. It's it's a big, uh, it's it's like I said, it's something that's very human. It's 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 impactful. It's impactful, and, yeah. and yes, and it's also something that people are kind of, wondering about because of course the whole procedure has changed a lot over time as you said it was at one point experimental but now it's more of something that's more commonplace and yet there's still these myths that persist there are a lot of myths out there a lot of people that you if you what i say is open up the conversation hey i've got the heart of my driver's license do you do you know what that means and you will be surprised at the number of people who don't they're fearful of those myths that you mentioned oh i'm too old no one's going to want this liver cuz i've uh, used it a little too much that is really i'm sure that it's not or that my faith doesn't allow it and there are no recognized faith faiths that do not support organ donation there there are a lot of myths out there um, one of the largest is that if you're involved in a car accident and the medical personnel on on side of the accident see that you're an organ donor oh well we're not going to fight to save this lisa schaffner she's going to be an organ donor she's worth more to us dead than alive and those those are just complete utter myth. And the idea is that if you register to be an organ donor, and again, we always say if and when that time comes, because we hope that each and every person, myself included, that we all live very long, healthy lives, and that perhaps it doesn't come to organ donation, because you're going to use those organs for a very, very long time. But if it does, we'll make sure, UNOS will make sure that they're matched to the perfect candidate, the the perfect recipient. Right. And you talked about some of the different layers, you know, you have EMS, obviously, and other people who are there and other organizations, too. But what UNOS is focusing on is the registration, signing up, and then the and then the actual transaction is the transplant center. Well, we're really, uh, UNOS is very much what we do is we do the match. We do the electronic computerized match of matching those organs. We also are very heavily involved in the policy making so that any time anyone undergoes a a transplant surgery, a patient, and we also have living donation. So you can be a kidney or liver donor and the recipient lives and the donor lives. That's a win-win as I say. And we create all the policies that every transplant center in the country, as well as every organ procurement organization in the country has to follow. And what that does is it keeps everybody that's touched by transplantation safe so that you know that the life-saving transplant you receive in Richmond, Virginia is going to be of the highest quality like it would be in Los Angeles, California. We are involved in registration. It's not one of our major missions, but we can't match the organs if they're not there. So part of what we do, we have to educate people to register. Other sister organizations that we work with that are in the field of transplantation include Donate Life America and Donate Life Virginia, both of them located here in the Richmond area, and they are both very instrumental in registering your neighbors to be organ donors. 
again, if and when that time comes. So I always put that caveat in there because we're not looking for anyone to uh, to wake up today and be that donor. Right. Well, you have this question about volunteers here. <laughs> you know, I think that's more geared towards other types of volunteers. So we do have volunteers. So not a volunteer to be an organ donor, but volunteers for some of the things that we do. So, for example, we've got this wonderful event that's coming up that we hope that all of your listeners will be able to attend. It's uh, our United for UNOS soiree. It's our 10th annual. It's on October the 5th, and it's actually at UNOS headquarters, which are downtown at 700 North 4th Street. And uh, we have a lot of volunteers. We've got about 50 volunteers that that evening that help us to pull that event together. So that one major awareness fundraising event, we love community volunteers um, to come out and help us. We also have an art gallery. It's called the Gallery at UNOS, and we have art exhibitions that take place in November. That's November 4th. 5 to 7.30 p.m. open for the public, and we need volunteers to help us. So, uh, And then we've got just the messaging of what UNOS is about, and we attend a lot of various health fairs and uh, community fairs to educate those here in central Virginia and need volunteers to help us man those exhibition tables. So we love help from many of your listeners. It would be spectacular. Well, let's, you know, let's talk about the, the this um, soiree some more. Because, okay. I mean, now we have a window display here. Yes! If you attend, you're you're gonna get lots of tasting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's an understatement. It is. You're gonna taste uh, the night away. So we have restaurants from the Richmond region, and we have become a food town here in Richmond, and we love RVA food. We've got 22 restaurants right now that you'll walk around and taste their signature dishes, and then we also have beverages that uh, we have a signature cocktail that is presented by Belle Isle that will be there uh, at the soiree, and then we also have beverages that are coming from Capital Ale House. Of course, their craft beer selection. So they'll be there as well. The heart of the soiree is eating and drinking your way through the evening. But truly, the the passion of the event is about those that you're helping and supporting. And that is making that match and giving hope to those who need an organ transplant. And many of those transplant recipients will be there that evening of the soiree on October 5th. And you'll be able to hear their stories personally from them. And it's it's always amazing when you, when you learn that someone's alive today because of the great gift of that organ donor. That might be the real highlight of the event. It really is. Again, we're talking to Lisa Schaffner from UNOS, the United Network for Organ Sharing. It's based right here in Richmond. Tell us something many people may not know about UNOS. You know, I think... A lot of people don't even realize that it's based here in Richmond, Virginia. So, A, (laughs) it is based in Richmond. But better than that, come down and say hello to us. Um, Nothing like it's it's downtown. So if you can find the Richmond Coliseum, you can find us. We're just a block away. We're at 4th and Jackson downtown. We're the 3rd Street exit right off of Interstate uh, 64. And you can come visit. There are two things that I would recommend during that visit that you can do on your own. It's a self-guided tour, if you would. We have the National Donor Memorial that's located on right outside our front door on our headquarters site. And it's an outdoor memorial that uh, honors organ, eye, and tissue donors all across the country. And we have a wall of names that that are etched there. And it's just a beautiful symbolic journey through organ transplantation and donation. And then, of course, we have the art gallery uh, right inside the front door. It's the gallery at UNOS. And uh, original works of art, primarily from Richmond area artists. The exhibition that uh, is uh, starting 
now and runs through the end of October is called Second Chances. And we have eight Richmond, Virginia artists who have been paired with a transplant recipient or a donor family member that they lost a loved one who gave the gift of life, or a living donor that uh, gave the gift of life by donating a liver or kidney. And we've paired these groups together, and the artists have created these original pieces of artwork based on this inspiration of transplantation, if you would. And those pieces are on display through October 27th. It's called Second Chances in the gallery, uh, in the gallery at UNO. So come on down, I'll give you a guided (laughs) tour. So it'll be fun. Well, let me ask you a question that that I usually start these interviews with, which is you've had a, Lisa Schaffer, you've had a great career in broadcasting, and now you're working for this big nonprofit. What led you to this? You know, I've heard it so often from those of us in this, uh, as I say, I'm a boomer, but just barely. So (laughs) that'll kind of give you an idea of my age, just barely. But the one thing I'm hearing from everybody at our age or roughly this age is we want to give back. And this is a wonderful opportunity to give back, not only to the Richmond community uh, and those receiving and in need of an organ transplant, but across the country and hearing those stories and sharing those stories as well. It's been a wonderful opportunity to uh, take my broadcast skills of writing stories and telling the stories and then taking it on this national level and telling these very special stories from so many different uh, special people that are connected to transplantation. Great. Well, thank you very much for coming on Community Square today. Oh, this has been so much fun. Oh, we love it. I'll be back. You're listening to Boomtown Community Square. If you're associated with a nonprofit and you'd like to be featured on our show, we'd love to hear from you. Go to boomtownrichmond.com and click on Community Square to fill out a contact form or call us at 804-741-8946. Thank you for listening to Boomtown Richmond and enjoy the second half of the show. Today we have Cheryl Emery. She's with Larsh. She's a founding member. Welcome, Cheryl. Thank you, Mackenzie. So good to have you. It's great to be here. So to start, do you want to go ahead and just tell us a little bit about Larsh and who you guys are? Yes, I'd be delighted. Um, Larsh, first of all, the way you pronounce it, it rhymes with Marsh. It has no significance whatsoever. It's just a way to remember. So Larsh means the Ark in French, as in Noah's Ark. It's a place of safety and a place of refuge. Larsh began in 1964 in Trolley, France, when a gentleman named Jean Vanier invited two men who had been institutionalized all of their lives to come and live with him, and they called their home Larsh. It was supposed to stop right there. In time, Jean Vanier started Larsh thinking that he would do for these individuals But as he realized that they did as much for him, or perhaps more, his his philosophy became to be with and to accompany. It was supposed to stop right there with that one house. However, in years to come, now um, a gentleman named Henry Nowen visited, and, uh, and a number of people became interested in what was going on at L'Arche. Today, there are 150 L'Arche communities all over the world. While it be- began in the Christian faith, today L'Arche represents the faiths and, th- and traditions of every individual who lives there and the community itself. So it is extremely inclusive, 
Part of the mission is to support the faith of each individual. There are 18 large communities in the United States. The closest one to us right now is in uh, is Larsh Greater Washington, which is in Washington and also in Arlington. They are our mentors. Larsh Metro Richmond is an emerging Larsh community. We started uh, about 10 years ago when two friends of mine and I joined forces with the question of what will happen to my child when I can't take care of her anymore. My daughter's name is Virginia Casey, and uh, she has multiple disabilities, autism, intellectual disability, and physical disabilities that we've never quite figured out. And she will never be able to live alone. As I age, and I'm a baby boomer, my friends and I uh, have a huge need. So two friends of mine and I partnered and visited a lot of places. We visited a large community, and it was a game changer. Uh, We had seen nothing like it. Assistants who are Typically, we, the term is caregiver, but in Larsh, because there is such respect and no one is above another individual, uh, sometimes persons with disabilities take care of persons without disabilities. Um, a huge respect. So we call them assistants, mm-hmm. and they often live in the home. It's their home, too. So rather than having a swinging door of caregivers, the same person might help my child or another person who lives in Larsh go out to work or to a a workshop in the morning and greet them in the afternoon. There is a continuity of care that is rarely seen. There is a respect and dignity that is rarely seen. Um, Every night is a candlelight dinner. Wow. That's awesome. (laughs) I wish I had that. (laughs) Uh, It's a place that I would want to live. The ARC of Virginia has a has a phrase they say they call it a life like yours Mm -hmm. and we believe that persons with disabilities are entitled to a life like yours yeah absolutely absolutely wow well that's that's great there's so much to kind of learn about it and what are some of the things that um, Larsh does Um, what are are some of the different services other than um, you know providing assistance and things like that what are some other things well Larsh is mainly known for providing homes, but again, we are an emerging Larsh community and we do not have a home yet. Uh, We are working towards that. We're working towards other things like independent living models and so forth, which is the trend nowadays for persons with disabilities. Right now, we have a significant impact through what we call our community life group. Our community life group is led by my friend Shelly Lance, who has Down syndrome, and she and I accompany her in leading the community life group. And, and there are five programs within the community life group. Again, each is led by a person with disabilities with someone to accompany and befriend. They, the five programs, I hope I remember these, are <laughs> spirituality, independent living, healthy living, charity and outreach and advocacy and Mackenzie you'll know our healthy living group Mm -hmm. because one of the things we do is we have a walking club and we walk in Regency Mm -hmm. Square Mall on Tuesday mornings and on Thursday afternoons all are welcome to join us it's a lot of fun so that's how I heard about Boomtown yeah came and saw us here in the mall and okay Mm -hmm. yeah 
Yes. Yeah, that's great. One thing I'd like to bring up right away is we have a huge, I'm going to say fun razor <laughs> um, because it is a lot of fun. Um, coming up on October the 27th, we have 70 persons with and without disabilities performing together. Uh, we partnered with a group called People International. Some of you who are my age might remember Sing Out South or Up With People. People International is a spinoff of those groups and they did a charity show for us in 2015 and liked working with us so much they're all over the world by the way oh wow so they go to a different city every year to uh, fundraise for a charity and in 2015 it was Larsh Metro Richmond Uh, and they had so much fun with us that they help us every year put on this amazing fundraiser. And this year we've got, um, uh, you know, uh, we've got a number of performers performing with us. Um, Susan Greenbaum will perform with us. Uh, Miracles in Motion dancers. Um, You'll enjoy watching Jordan dance. He, Jordan has Down syndrome. Um, He came in second in Special Olympics worldwide in dance. And he's quite a sight to see. That's amazing. Um, Greenspring Harp, Therapeutic Harp Ensemble will play. So we've got a number of groups who will who perform with us. We also partner with a number of other providers in the area. Key Support, Heart Havens, and Richmond Residential are all wonderful providers. And we help their residents and the people who, who are with, with those organizations as well. Okay. So just to reiterate, the event on October 27th is the Gold Chicken Players, correct? That is That's correct. what it's called? Okay. And it is at Mount Vernon Baptist Church on Knuckles Road at 2 p.m. on October 27th. If you would like to get tickets, you can talk to anybody you know at Large Metro Richmond, and they will tell you what to do. Or you can get them online at Gold chickenplayers.eventbrite.com. Okay. Okay, you can get them there. Or you can get them at the door as well. Okay. So those those are the, the ways you can get tickets. Okay, and what, what time does that start, or how long is, is that event? It starts at 2 o'clock, and okay. it's a long hour. Okay. Maybe an hour and 15 minutes or okay. so. Okay, so it's a daytime it's a Daytime event, okay. event uh, very family-friendly. So for those of you who have children, what a lesson in social justice. No heart goes untouched. Yeah. It's a magical, magical show, and I, I, you'll leave a better person than when you came. Oh, that's exciting. So what are some other ways that listeners can maybe help or get involved or volunteer, donate? What are some other things listeners can do? Oh, gosh, Mackenzie, all of the above. <laughs> um, it, we need help with with events that we put on. Certainly with Gold Chicken Players, um, we don't have all of our, our volunteers lined up. So there are people who, to sell tickets, people to um, help with refreshments, people to just make sure there there's you know nothing going on when you have that many persons with and without disabilities. There's always some something to do right so we could help with the show itself come and be with us mm-hmm. we for a walking at uh 11 30 on tuesdays or 4 30 on thursdays your friendship is a gift or we have second sunday luncheon at pat al's deli at 12 30 
every Sunday. Just come. No RSVP is required for either of those kind those events. So come be with us. Yes, and then there's the money. Um, we truly want to do more. We have a large impact today, but we want to have a larger impact. And being a 100% volunteer organization right now, if we can hire an executive director, whom we call community leader, that's a little large speak for you, um, to help move us forward faster, that would be marvelous. And, um, and we do want to have homes and the um, benefits coming from the state typically do not give you any money for real estate. Oh, you yeah. get money for caregivers, mm-hmm. but you don't get money for real estate. So um, so that is um, a huge endeavor. So before we have a home, we assume we need, if we rent $300,000 in the bank, if we buy $500,000 in the bank. So we are not there, and we want to do so much more. So yeah, absolutely. donations. You could go to our website. There's a donate button that is Larsh metrorichmond.org l-a-r-c-h metrorichmond.org and there's a donate button there so we we would be delighted if you could yeah that's great sounds like you guys have a lot of plans for the future and a lot of great things in store so that's really exciting and um i hope that you guys who are listening are are uh, interested in in donating and attending the gold chicken players event um and just getting involved it's um a lot of great things happening uh, with larsh um so finally we are almost out of time but um just one last question um i've heard you say metro richmond needs larsh why is that can you explain you know why do we need larsh Yes, I can. There are many reasons. I should count while I'm talking to you on this. Uh, First is obviously, like I've talked to you earlier, Mm -hmm. baby boomers are aging. There are a lot of individuals who, you know, who a lot of persons like me who won't be able to care for their children with disabilities as time goes by. The number is growing. Um, So there's that need. In the state of Virginia, there are 12 thousand adults on the waiting list for services 2200 in metro richmond and many of them are have aging parents many of them are very very vulnerable and don't have a uh, a community of friends we provide that community of friends at no cost uh, and you know i know that um if something happened to me today there would be a people all around who are friends of mine through Larsh Metro Richmond to help with that need. And I'll tell you a quick story. Hope we have time. Okay. Um, We spread kindness. Mm -hmm. So when my daughter was in, when my daughter Virginia was in high school and mainstreamed in physical education, her teacher said to her, uh, I went to a parent-teacher conference, and he said, oh, Ms. Emery, this is the toughest class I have. We have some of the most troubled youth in this school right here in this class. And that absolutely terrified me because mm-hmm. my daughter is prey and she's very vulnerable. Right. And he immediately said, oh, I don't mean that. What I want you to know is that when Virginia is in this class, every student becomes kind. Mm. And it is a much nicer place to be. This population of people spreads kindness and kindness is contagious 
So one of the things about L'Arche is you won't find us out on a compound somewhere. We're mm -hmm. out in the community spreading kindness and trying to touch the world. That's amazing. Well, thank you so much for sharing with us, Cheryl. Uh, this has been Cheryl Emery, founding member of L'Arche Metro Richmond. Go ahead and head over to their website, uh, check them out, learn a little bit more. And just a quick note, I have been informed since recording this episode, there's some new information regarding where you can get tickets to the Gold Chicken Players event happening in October. You can get tickets at goldchickentickets.eventbrite.com. So head over there, get some tickets, and thank you so much for supporting um, and for listening to Boomtown Community Square. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to Boomtown Richmond Community Square, a show produced locally by Boomtown Richmond staff to make our listeners aware of area nonprofit organizations and their valuable contributions to the greater Richmond area. Please visit the BoomtownRichmond.com website to learn more about this program, our podcasts, and programming schedule. If your organization is interested in being featured on the Community Square program, please submit a Community Square contact form. Many of the organizations featured on Community Square are also invited to decorate one of our display windows at our location in Regency Square. Please visit us at Regency Square and check out the Community Square window displays each month. Until next week, keep listening to Boomtown Richmond. We love having you as part of our community.